This week, we have Dr. Ed Osborne. He is a chiropractor first and foremost, but he's really turned online internet laptop lifestyle man extraordinaire. Welcome. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. I'm Adam Lewis Walker, former teacher and athlete, now turned lifestyle entrepreneur, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and host of the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Every week, I start it off with me, myself, and I, and my thoughts on the week. Get to the podcast. I'm getting to it, Adam. As usual, please do head over to ayalpha.com to connect with the show, connect with me, and really get all the exclusive stuff and what it's all about. The easiest and most interactive way is men, please do head over to my completely free men's mastermind on Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW, have some interaction and basically connect with like-minded individuals. And that's what it's really all about. Please do share, review, like. Um, if, you ha- if you have been listening to this for a while and you haven't managed to get a chance to review it, please do, it makes a huge difference. So I'd really appreciate that. And reach out to me, connect. I'd love to hear your story and what you're up to and what you're doing to make a difference and a change in yourself and in the world. Enjoy this week, speak to you soon, and I look forward to sharing this week's guest. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, live limitless. Right, this week we have Dr. Ed Osborne. He is a chiropractor first and foremost, but he's really turned online internet laptop lifestyle man extraordinaire. So we're really gonna dig into what exactly does that mean and how did he get there? Um, he's, you know, he's got a top ranked podcast, you're going to dig into all of that. But firstly, Ed, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Dude, I am so ready. <laughs> awesome. So that was quite a brief intro I did. And a lot of times people could, if they're not paying attention, might just think, well, chiropractors. So is that only chiropractors to listen to this show? And I, firstly, I'll say definitely not. And that's why you, we've got you on the show because we can learn a lot from you. But is there anything else you'd like to add or highlight? You know, I, I think the thing that, that most people when they come to me or they ask me for help or they reach out to me and message me, whether a doc or a health professional or, you know, brick and mortar practice entrepreneur, it's always the same thing. They're all, it's always about like, they just want to know how did you do it so fast? So like, how did you go from broke and freaking trying to figure out to pay your mortgage two years ago to, you know, living in a $1.7 million home today? Like, so they just, <laughs> they're like, how did you time travel that? So that's, that's probably the biggest um, you know, if there was anything we could take away from that conversation today is like, how do you time travel that experience? Um, so maybe that's, that's the thing I would like people to know is that, you know, they're, you know, they're pot, there's pure possibility in every, like in whatever they want to do. They can do this. If I can do it, anyone can do this, man. I couldn't program, program a freaking VCR two years ago. <laughs> awesome. Well, I took a few things from there. We're going to dig into your origins. Like you said that time, how you did it so quickly. And also I heard when you said, uh, a boat. So tell us your origin. <laughs> I, got, I caught that job. So tell everyone a little bit about your origin. Essentially what it was is like, I grew up, I, I knew that I wanted to do something in healthcare, right? I just, I knew. Mm-hmm. So I did, I thought I wanted to be a medic. Turned out, you know, I went to school, um, kind of, I followed a girl to, <laughs> to chiropractic college yep. and uh, we were in the in Canada. And so we, she went to school in the States. So the only way I could actually follow her there and stay with her was to actually get my own college degree. So I did my undergrad there, came out, everyone was a chiropractor that I knew. Everyone was, um, health professional, you could say. And I'm like, so I kind of get sucked right into being a chiropractor, even though I thought I wanted to be the medic. Yeah. Um, we practiced together. Karen and Karen, my wife is a chiropractor as well. Well, she's, she's also now a full-time online entrepreneur. She's upstairs right now doing coaching calls and app calls. Yep. Um, 
And so for 13 years, we practiced, we built one of the largest practices, pediatric family care chiropractic practices in Alberta, Canada. We've always been really good business people, really good at making money, really good at helping a lot of people. Uh, and then things just went really sideways for us back in 09 and everything changed, man. We hit the pit and I, I don't know if you want to go into that whole story. Oh, we, yeah, we're definitely <laughs> going to get into some of that. So I suppose when you said you like, you've always been really good at business, I suppose, and you said you want to do something in healthcare before that you kind of had the inevitable like struggle that I think everyone has at some stage in their life. When was the awakening moment when you thought, blimey, I am good at business and I'm making money. I, I see what's everyone's problem. I seem to have this when, when you felt like you found your path, at least the first time. So what I have learned, and, and I've just kind of even learned this in the last, you know, two years is that I think a lot of chiropractors are better marketers than marketers. Like they're better closers than closers because <laughs> we've had to be right. I mean, we, there is a bit of friction and resistance with a lot of what we do, but when people buy in, I'll use the word buy into what we do when they understand what we do as chiros, um, they're like soul for life. They're like lifetime, like mavens of, of chiropractic. So we've always had that bit of resistance. So when I say I, I've always been really good at building a business, so like we built a big business and it was through marketing. It was through communication and connection with people, um, lead generation, right? Having new people. You know, it's not like a medic where you open your door and just sick people come in. It doesn't work that way. And it was really about a communication and being able to, you know, quote unquote, close people on care, like yeah. able to communicate to them that they signed up for care so that they would be complete, com compliant to the care program you recommend and they would follow through with the, the program. I mean, yeah. so that is the business of healthcare, which, you know, a yeah. lot of people don't want to talk about. Naturally, you're talking about well, the good ones as well. Anyway, talking about the benefits as opposed to, oh, I can, you know, fix your back, but more like, oh, you'll be able to play sports with your kids, you know, getting up every morning and not feeling like crap. You start to put that into like value and that's when people can, oh, they really get it as opposed to, oh, you know, you're going to be better aligned. To yeah. I mean, I, and you know, I use those sales terminologies, which are really kind of unpleasant when it comes to healthcare. We don't want to talk about that, you know, but it's, it is true. It's like, look, if you really want to help people, you really want to come from the place of heart and you really want to serve, which is one of the most common things as healthcare providers that we have is we have to, at that certain level, we need to, to indoctrinate people into the reason why they need to return regardless of how they feel um, and have a way to measure their outcomes and results and show them that they are improving with the care that you're providing, which is compliance to care, which means you're getting results, which means that you're getting referrals. Like it's all, it's the business is business. It doesn't matter if you're in healthcare. It doesn't matter if you're in, I, and by the way, I, I coach cardiologists. I know it's the same thing in business or whether you're selling shoes or you're yeah. selling down digital products, communication, outcomes, results, and referrals to lead generation. So let's dig into what you touched on there. 2009, what happened when it all went sideways? Or as I more put it, like pear-shaped, or it hit the fan? <laughs> things got rough. Yeah, things got hard, man. Um, not that they, you know, not that everyone probably here, it's subjective, right? Everyone gets, has, has shit in their life, like it's hard. So what happened was I was training for an ultramarathon. I was an ultramarathon runner. So I would go and run marathons to train for ultramarathons. Yeah. And I was training for a hundred mile race. Um, and I would run to like a CrossFit facility, if you know a CrossFit, and run with a 30 pound pack, do a workout, run home. And I just, I couldn't get out of bed for like a day. It was just brutal. Like I was literally had to, crawl to the bathroom like I couldn't get um I was passing out like it was bad and so it took about six months you know long story short six months you know going through tests going talking to medics 
you know, it's not the kidneys, it's not the liver. Like they go through the process of, um, of uh, elimination to the final, they're just like, look, we, we don't know what's wrong with you. Why are you so fatigued? Why are you so anemic? They did a, um, a scope. Turned out I had one of the worst, um, one of the worst cases of, of Crohn's disease. So it's an autoimmune oh, okay. uh, yeah, that I they had ever seen. And that's why I was so tired. That's why I was so anemic, right? That's why I was, had no oxygen in my blood. Here's the, here's the incredible part of the story is that it was a gift to me. Because if it wasn't for that diagnosis and a point that, that I actually had to have emergency surgery where they removed 90% of my, my bowel, and then I could never get back into practice. Like I just, I could not physically be there. I wouldn't have designed the life that I have today where I can yeah. do things like what I'm doing with you, where I can be on out of that urgency to provide for my family and re reinvent myself as an online entrepreneur. Um, that, I mean, none of that would have happened had I not been diagnosed yeah. with Crohn. A book that title that really jumps out to me there that the obstacle is the way and mm -hmm. like you say being putting in them that sort of position you know you you had to make it work and i hear that a lot from entrepreneurs i speak to a lot of times some people who struggle they're missing their back against the wall kind of scenario which obviously that was yours and you know sometimes when their plan b is too cozy too cushy they never have that kind of that that the discomfort they've got to make this happen they're just like yeah trying stuff dabbling and being part-timers at being an it's urgency yeah straight up i mean if i mean it was like look i was selling stuff to buy christmas presents i was calling my family to pay my mortgage anyway and it's not like we weren't successful but yeah. after about two years you know the funds are gone man it's it, there's no i mean it's it's you got to turn things around yeah. so you know i had i had some people some key people came into my life alphas who who turned my turned me around um and that was really what I mean, boy, man, the trajectory of my life since, since working with those people uh, has just been insanity for me. And um, Well, tell us yeah. a little bit about, I call it the Yoda question. Who helped awaken your alpha? Well, you know, it's one of your previous guests. Garrett, you, so you, I know you interviewed Garrett J. White, right? Yes. By, by the way, it's impossible to get that guy on an interview these days. Like you cannot. <laughs> right? They put out a lot of good marketing documentaries. And I think I may have recognized you from that as well. And that, now it's all filling into place how, I probably, how our paths probably crossed as well. But yep, <laughs> Garrett J. White. Garrett, just, you know, I, I cashed my kid's education fund so I could go and do Warrior Week. I was that committed. Uh, I sat in that room with, back then, Warrior Week 20. It was like, me and 11 other guys, Garrett and Satema Ghali. And it was in Sam. Oh, I've interviewed him. I love Satema. I love oh. his interview. He's, yeah, good. He's been my, my wife's coach for a year and a half. He's just an, an incredible being. Yeah. And um, I remember just sitting in that room and I thought I went there so I could, so I could learn how to make money. Like I, I didn't realize I was there because my, my relationship was dying with my spouse and that I had no connection with my kids and that I had no spirituality or connection with spirituality. I didn't have any balance. I was, clearly my physical health was, not, was in the toilet. So um, I didn't realize that, but I remember sitting in that room thinking like, I just need to turn this around and make money. And that whole experience of being in that room for a week didn't just up level my, my business, but it went out like everything just insane the the changes that we've seen in our life it's so grateful brilliant digging into that a little bit more he mentioned people are always really interested to you know know how you you did turn it around and that's kind of some of the part of the catalyst but tell me about like, some of the actual step-by-step -step process if someone says to you how did you do it and you obviously you don't just say i went to warrior week tell me some of the things you've pulled out and then put through your own filter and how you help 
other people coming to you where, where they come, I just need to earn some more money. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's have a look at this. I'm sure you do, but there's probably other aspects. Well, I mean, and this is, this is actually how I built my business is like, I just teach from my own experience and results. That's it. So I just show people to do what I did. Um, and it's a, it's an implementation system. It's not a theory because my wife did the same thing, but she condensed it into three months. We did, I, myself, I did it in like 18 months. Mm-hmm. So it was this simple and it, it is this simple. I, cr- I had a great idea. So I created a podcast and the podcast was called The Chiropractic Philanthropist. And so I started interviewing leaders in my profession. And um, I'm like everyone else, by the way, I started a fan page with the first person who liked my fan page was my mom. Like, <laughs> like first person who subscribed to my email list, probably my mom and my family. You know, I'm just like everyone else. And so I just, I just did a, I just put in the hours and the work. I just executed and I was consistent. And no matter what the, what the challenges came up, I just kept grinding and hustling. And some people say, don't grind and hustle. No, you got to grind and hustle probably for the first six to 12 months when you're building an audience. So that would be number one. Good idea, build an audience and then traffic control. So I, I controlled all my traffic. Like it's like, look, I had them subscribe to my email list. I had them subscribe to my podcast. I put them somewhere where that when I did have a product service and, and I had no idea what that would be, um, that I could campaign to them. I could actually make an offer. And then when people started asking me for help, which was a simple question, by the way, number two was, um, they just said, Ed, Ed, how do I create a podcast? How do I do this? So, and it was chiropractor specifically. So that was my first online product. I created an online product service to show chiropractors how to create a podcast, put it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, how to use it as a new patient marketing tool, education tool and retention tool. And we did 60K in sales in three days when we launched. That was it. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. I like the fact. And I, I mean, and sometimes people have an idea of what they want. They almost have too pressure over their, their kind of like their product that they have in their mind that they think people are going to want. But like when you do it that way, people will ask you. And regardless of what I want to do at different times, <laughs> the questions I always get asked is podcast questions. Like how do you do a podcast and speaking questions? How do you get a TEDx mm. talk? So I'm doing a training on TEDx because whether I do anything with it, I know I'm getting asked about that regularly, whether I'm going to try and push my agenda of something else, but they always, that's what's naturally kind of staring you in the face. You may have an idea of what success or what you're going to do, but you've got to keep your peripherals open and there may, it may take a slightly different path. I think. Absolutely. Did you have that kind of, Oh, I bet they're going to want this lined up or you just were completely open-minded. Yeah, I was open. I was following the John Lee Dumas, uh, <laughs> entrepreneur on fire. Yeah. He was the inspiration for my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I joined, like I bought his program. I listened to John and I'm like, I can do this. Podcast is definitely huge in terms of what the path you've walked and your wife and how, how you go about it. But launching a podcast, how do you think you get it? And some of the key essential things to get it to a million downloads because you can have really good quality content you can be consistent but still that million downloads i mean well done to you know you what that is that is huge how do you what is some of the the key differentiators between some her and someone else who's done the steps but doesn't have that kind of reach um so i mean like even so i can speak for my 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 podcast right so like we, we're just surpassing half a million and so when you think about my my avatar like who i speak to so only chiropractors listen to my podcast there's maybe sixty-five thousand chiropractors worldwide some of those don't speak english so it's a very very small niche mm. so if you think about five hundred thousand listens i have 200 episodes 
pretty much everyone's listened to the podcast, right? That's a chiral. Wow, that's, that is powerful. Talk about and, to your audience. Right. Well, and but here's the thing is like some people might look at that and go, mm, so you get four, three or 400 downloads on an average day. I mean, that's not that big a deal. So you really have to think, I, I would say, you know, I think as, as, as podcasting has changed, we're not all going to be the, the next Lewis Howes or the Grant, um, uh, you know, Johnny Genesis. Yeah. Uh, I think the more important question now is who is listening versus how many people are listening. Yeah. And you could have a podcast with two, 300 downloads a day that are consistent subscribers to listening to your content. You're repurposing that content and you're emailing it to your email list. You're posting it on Facebook and social media and Twitter. And it's just, it's just another way. So just clearly for me, you know, audio is my thing. That's my zone. Yeah. So it's easier for me to do audio and that's where I disseminate it everywhere. I can even just transcribe it. That's my blog. Yeah. Like um, now we're kind of transitioning into video a bit too. So I, I guess that's, that's really more the, uh, just a better question is instead of having way, cause I know some people by the way, who get like a million listens, but they've never turned a dime on it. Well, this, yeah, no, this is important. And I, I, I completely agree in, in terms of, you know, it's that a thousand true fans and I, I agree with that. And mm, I think yeah. that the days of getting, obviously it's doable to get a million downloads, but it's um, you've got to focus on what is your goal with this? And also, I do think it's a lot harder. And I think like Johnny Dimacy was great because he, you know, he makes you feel like anyone can do it. But what he achieved, he was like a unicorn. It was, you know, it was very impressive. And where does it fit in your business model? What are you doing it for? Yeah, if, if, yeah. I'll, if, I'll give you, yeah. Yeah, I, I have an example too. Like, I mean, I have a client who, he doesn't get a ton of listens. Like, I think he gets like 60, 70 listens a day. Um, his pro, so, so know what your purpose and product is at the end of the day. Like, what is it that you're, what is your, what are you selling? Yeah. So um, to take people across the money value line, I mean, it's like his product is a hundred K. So he doesn't need a million listens. He doesn't yeah. need to have that many. He, all he needs is one or two yeses. Uh, so like yeah, closing or yeses or whatever yeah. you want to call it. And he's happy two clients a year. Yeah. And I suppose and, part of his uh, podcast, well, his positioning tool as well, positioning yeah. as the authority. And like you say, close one or two clients. There you go. <laughs> if your product's 27 bucks, then yeah, you, you probably need, you know, yeah. I guess it depends on your goal. Maybe, maybe you needed a million lessons then. <laughs> million yeses. What would you say is the core makeup of your, we talked about the podcast. That's a key piece of it potentially, but what would you say are some of the key components to achieve, not a chiropractor's laptop lifestyle, but just, you know, the laptop lifestyle. Do you think sometimes that word laptop lifestyle has become a bit kind of spammy? because of some marketers. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say so. And you know, people get really, um, especially I like, I mean, I can divide a room like no one else in, in terms of my profession, because what happens is there's a lot of people who have the misconception that I'm saying, Hey, you need to close your brick and mortar to have a laptop lifestyle, yeah. but it's not that that's not what we're talking about. I call, like, there's a huge gulf in most people's businesses. And the goal for the gap is that they just simply don't have a way that people can access their services or products online. Mm. Like that's it. That's the laptop lifestyle. So I'm in Kauai for the first time in seven freaking years with my wife alone, no kids next week. Nice. And like, um, yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Like, <laughs> but, but the thing is like my, I, I'm not turning off my business. My, my, I posted this the other day on my business never closes. So that's the difference is like when I was in practice, I was trading time for money. I was, I was just a high paid employee in yeah. my business. 
And a lot of people that can resonate with that, whether they're an entrepreneur or they own their business or whatever. So if you don't have that online virtual content that people can push a button and download content, your services, products, um, I just think that there's a big gap there. So that's really what I mean by the laptop lifestyle is that we, God, it's such a cliche that you make money when you sleep, but it's, tr it, it is true. Actually you do. Like if you can wake up in the morning and you have more positive cash flow than when you went to bed, then, then it actually is yeah. making money when you sleep. And it's like the people, once you've earned your first dollar online, it's just it, a mindset shift and it's like, whoa. And I, I've, I've interviewed loads of people and they say, yeah, they was more excited about their first like 10 bucks online than when they went from like, whatever it was, some crazy amount to a slightly more crazy amount. I'm just as excited if I make $17 online as I do if I make 1700. And it's, it's so, it's so cool though. Like, I mean, when you get the notification, you see a sale. Um, and here's the real secret to online business. If you really want to make it like a business is don't just have one, one diversified area of income, have multiple. So it's not like if, if I do, cause there is such a thing as marketing fatigue or, um, Facebook ad fatigue or wherever you're going to find people, right? The, certain campaigns will fatigue, funnel fatigue yep. and you can turn them off, but you don't have, you're not, it's like, okay, no worries. I still have this other stream coming in and that one fatigues. You turn it off, you turn the other one back on. So that's really what I've learned is the key is that, and I, and like you said, you know, I've just kind of been doing this, the veterans, we've been doing this longer than everyone else. So we're just, we just outproduce everyone else. <laughs> um, so if you're in it longer and you have more diversified streams of income and more offers and opportunities for people, you have more listeners, more email subscribers, it all just builds over time. So you have more people to offer your products and services to. You'll make more money. It's just, it's math, man. It's entrepreneurial math. Yeah. Go straight into the alpha round. Cause I want to start asking about what are some useful tools when you do go to different places and you're not at the office and you helps you run this business. I can drop two really cool things. So first one, probably everyone's doing, which is click funnels. Like <laughs> pretty much everyone, 40,000 you know, people are on board. So I'm in the inner circle there with Russell Brunson. Too. Oh, nice. He's agreed to an interview. He did a cool thing when he sent me the book. Yeah. Then I'm sure I didn't sign up. He sent me the other book. So he's, he's a machine. He's like, it's all automated and he probably doesn't even know, but it's awesome. I, was, I thought I'd order the book twice, but it's slightly different books. He sent me. <laughs> Russell's the, Russell's the man. I like, I've learned like if when Russell just says, do something, you just do it. Like, don't, don't question, just do it. So that's where I've always just found, you know, having that mentorship in your corner and I've just learned a lot. So click funnels is just incredible. Um, whenever I have something that's working. So like I, I did a, uh, like a, a webinar last week. Um, this literally, I could, we, we can just clone it. Cause I can say we, cause I have a team now. So we just yeah. clone it and we're like, make the offer different and we'll launch it actually the week I'm gone. And so again, this is like you're on vacation, but we're still going to have income coming in. So that's the beautiful thing. I, I love, I don't just love the fact that click funnels works and you can pretty much build any funnel, any sales system inside of it. Yeah. I love the fact that you can, when you find something that hits, you can actually just freaking clone it, change yeah. the the logos the branding and offer it to offer it again and the other thing was like hey man i don't know if you've seen this dana derricks no i don't, I don't i'm gonna give him a props this dude has accounted for about close to 50k in my business in the last six weeks um high ticket book secrets man oh we've never had that recommendation <laughs> love something new <laughs> so dana derricks he's he's a copywriter 
Uh, I think his branding is like copywriter professor, yeah. but he, he sells his books for, I think they go from like three, uh, 300 bucks for a book to 500 to 1500 to 2,500 for the book. And this is his $2,500 book. This book, by reading this book, I created one product that has done almost 50 K in sales in the last, yeah, last four or six weeks. Um, incredible. So instead of like, wow. and this is big for a lot of people because a lot of people think about when they write a book, they're like, okay, I need to sell a hundred thousand copies of my book. Yeah. But if you could write a hundred books, have a hundred books published and you sell each one for $500. Well, that's a whole different strategy. Essentially with the strategy I took. What I like, what I like about that as well is the books on high ticket selling. So it's just completely walking the walk. It's like high ticket selling. So the average book, 20, 30 bucks is like high ticket selling. Okay. For like 300, 500, like 2000. That's awesome. That's <laughs> absolutely, you know, it's proven it as the fact that people are buying it. That's quality. And it's direct mail. I mean, I, I, if you had told me two months ago, eight weeks ago that I'd be doing direct mail, cause this is, I essentially took a spin on the, on the high ticket book. Yeah. And instead what I did is I, I created a virtual practice in a box, which is essentially just these drives cost me $3, yeah. but I'm selling them for 600. So nice. based on the content that's inside of it. Yeah. So, so we undervalue that you can write a book that has $500 worth of value. Right. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, it's just, yeah, direct mail. Awesome. Uh, and it's a, it's a total twist. Everyone's doing online virtual stuff right now. So if you want to spin it up, is there a particular quote? It could be your own or it could be one that you've always resonates with you that you like to live your life by. If it's, if there's one quote that, that, that I always go back to, it's trust the process. And that's, that's one of the doctrine of, of warrior. Mm. So Garrett J white. And I have to constantly remind myself to just trust the process. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I was just listening to you from like the interview so far. It sounds like, if anything, one of your, your keys that comes across is that it sounds simple, but when you got mentorship or when you get some useful information like that book there as well, you do the crazy thing and you actually follow through and do the process and it happens. And, it's, yeah. and, it, and it sounds like, well, that's so simple. Why doesn't everyone do it? It's a good question. <laughs> but, but that's one of the key things. If you, people start trying to tweak things, and if it hasn't happened in like a day, they're like, oh, it's not working, or they give up. Or like they say, that, oh, this sounds good. I like this. But I want to tweak it and add my spin on it. When you know, you're listening to the expert, the whole point is you need to follow through. And I like the Russell Brunson stuff. Like you say, when he, you find something that he's working, whether you understand it or not, you know, he, that's his thing. Just do it. And you're obviously seeing results. <laughs> we do that all the time, don't we? Where it's like, people will give you advice, like solid advice. And, and then we're like, okay, yeah, I could do that. But I, but I, I think I'd like to do it this way. It's like, no, man, just do it the way you're told. And you know, when you get to a certain level, once you make your first million, you can start reinventing start, things. Yourself. Start tweaking it. Definitely. Um, <laughs> What is your favorite movie of all time and why? Oh man, good question. Wow, I didn't, uh, uh, 300. I just, I just chucked that in there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 300, man. Oh, yeah. awesome. Why? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I would say, <laughs> you want to get in shape or? <laughs> no, I think it was just, you know, the representation of like how, how three, like a small group, like 300 determined, you know, freaking well-trained, you know, like these guys are badass. Mm. Could hold off a whole army. Who do you recommend I interview 
on the show who you think from your network would be a great interview and also who would you recommend for the show that is not in your network that you would love to listen into what they had to say well i would i would definitely say get uh, dana derrickson okay I mean, he when i was at ic so inner circle and we were in this group 30 badass entrepreneurs right like these people like make money like that online yeah this guy got up and everyone like he spoke and everyone in the room even russell was just like captivated with like what everything he said brilliant and wow. um just really good marketer um yeah so that um, sounds like a, a hidden gem i like the sound of that one that like oh yeah Darren, I'm, I'm a big fan of dana uh and the the other let's see outside of my i i mean so good you know tony robbins man <laughs> <laughs> i think i can get his son man <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if, if, can I pick one more then? If yes, 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 yes. I mean, Tony would be a tough one, man. But I mean, I would love to hear Garrett now. Like, like you said, that might be tough to get him on. But yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I've actually just just recently I've started to I've done the first ever return interview because you know three years the sort of people I'm interviewing like yourself three years down the line it's night and day. A book you recommended? You recommended the one. Is there an all time fact? That's kind of your, a recent book. Yeah. Is there an all time favorite book that inspired you or you think is is definitely worth worth a read? Uh, so anything by Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Okay. So the jab, jab, right hook. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's like a freaking synopsis for my, my business in life. It's just value, 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 drop an opportunity and offer. Right. And that's just always the way I've, I've just followed that. And it's always worked for me. And I don't mean like worked as in like, it's, it's like a system. It's just, it, it, there's this universal law of contribution and value and people want to, if you give enough of that and everything you've got, that there's this, there's this reciprocation when you do put stuff out. Yeah, definitely. Um, and in closing up, what is the best way people can connect to you if they want to find out more about you? You know, I have a podcast actually that's not the chiropractic philanthropist. Uh -huh. um, it's a project and, and actually I have about 10 episodes in the can I've never released with some really bad, like Cardone and Marcy Locke and Cynthia Magali have been on yeah. it. Um, it's called um, the, oh, hold on, the laptop lifestyle podcast.com. So yeah. if you go there, you can actually, there's about 10 or 11 uh, episodes. They're all for aspiring, like to help support and give back to the aspiring online entrepreneur. And yeah, the interviews on there are just killer, man. Like for list building and click funnels and all these different things. And like I said, I've got, um, we had about 10 episodes I've never released in the last year, but someday I'm going to re-release the entire podcast. It's very it's killer. Very cool. And finally, what is the one question either you thought I was going to ask or you'd wished I'd asked? Like how many, how many, uh, oh gosh, how many, <laughs> how many people uh, are subscribed and following me? So like, uh, I always talk about like, cause I think it's valuable for people to realize this too. Is like how many people are actually following me? Yeah. And, yeah, and like, subscribe to my stuff. Yeah, give us, hit us with some stats. Give us like, you okay, know, you're ready? Okay. I'm ready. So, because I think this is relevant as a metric that a lot of people who are, you know, I'm, I'm just going to assume that there's entrepreneurs that are, that are listening to this. And so I always look at my metrics on a weekly basis with my team. And so when we talk about metrics, we talk about level ones, which are people who are, who are consuming our content, that um, they're getting this content for us and they're not paying anything for it. Mm -hmm. So it's how many people are following my podcast, right? So I just mentioned we have 500 listens, right? Um, we talk about how many people are on my email list. So we're close to 10,000 chiropractors. Yep. 
you know, we talk about how many people are on our Facebook page. So we have 4,300 chiropractors on our Facebook page. And if you take all of these metrics, all of these numbers, and you add them all up, because there's a direct correlation between how big that number is at the end of the week and the amount of money that you're going to make that, that week or month. Okay. So I think that's something that a lot of people, um, they don't monitor. They're measuring the wrong numbers. They're looking at how much money did I make versus actually how many people are consuming my content right there mm. like when you add up all those numbers because it can be, you know, and those are yeah. good metric because sometimes those, those numbers will vary. They'll go up and down. Yeah. So you mentioned this, that you class it as a level one. How many levels do you have? Do you have, so obviously once they become a customer, well, not obviously, but is, is level two once they make a purchase of any way, shape or form, and then is maybe level three once they're working with you on a higher level or how do you? Yeah. Oh. So it's, yeah, so <laughs> level ones, so it's kind of like an inverted funnel. Your yeah. level ones are always like broad, right? Yeah. So you have your level ones and those are the people who will probably follow you, never pay for anything. Some will. So they, yeah. we take them across the money value line, I call it, to level two. Level two is where they're buying something from you, but they have no access to you. So mm -hmm. the people who bought my virtual practice in a box, that's a level a level two product. They yeah. bought my mass productivity guy, 50 bucks, right? It's a yeah. product, but they don't have any access to me. Level threes are access. Now they're getting access to me. So what they do is it's group coaching, or it could be my continuity program. So they ask a question inside of a group and I can answer it, right? So post inside our group, yeah. I can answer it. I monitor, um, moderate that kind of thing. Next level of, level of access is like um, where they can actually get on a call with me. So that would be like a one-on-one -on -one and yeah. I do very little of that. We also have a syndicate level two now where we actually have, I coach people and do strategy plus we build everything for them for their business now. Okay, yeah. So, and so I hope everyone's following here too. Oh, I got it. I think this is really interesting because I love to hear, there's so many business models out there and like variation and tweaks in it. And I, I think getting the right business model for you and your, your, what your goals are and how you like to work is, is huge when it comes to, you know, lifestyle and laptop lifestyle. The last level is just the last level is, is uh, business, business uh, relationships. So this is where you're doing affiliates for, you're selling other people's stuff. Yeah. Um, or they're selling yours. So, if you, if, if you have all five of those levels filled and you're focusing on all five of those levels, and, and by the way, focusing most on level one every day, then, then you will always be earning online. Awesome. I think that's a, a great way to finish the show. I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure today. Thank you so much for uh, coming on and sharing with us. And it feels like it's been a long time coming, but uh, I'm glad we finally we got to do it. <laughs> Excited, man. This is an awesome conversation. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, like I, 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 when you reached out and, and I'm like, oh, dude, I, I, I listen to your podcast. This is, oh, this is awesome. Hey, well, this is a like, work in progress of the power of the podcast. If you hadn't heard the podcast, you probably wouldn't have come on. But it's, so it gets, you know, a bit of awareness out there as well. And you know, at least people understand what you're all about. They may not like it or like it, but either way, that's useful. <laughs> Appreciate it. Awesome, man. Cheers. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Also head over to Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW to join a great group of men in there. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. <laughs>